This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs, donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. That's right, folks. We are here with the winning combination, even though we don't have one of the award winners with us today. Rich Jekyll couldn't be with us today, but that's all right, because we do have the award-winning Lucy Polito from SCORE with us. Lucy, how are you today? I am terrific. I miss Rich, but hey, we can handle it, can't we? I do believe we can, absolutely. And once again, SCORE is all about you. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But this show is all about SCORE and what it can do for you or someone that you may know, a a loved one, a family member, a friend who could very well be in business for themselves or thinking about going into business for themselves. SCORE is there with a great opportunity because they have volunteers, which Lucy is one of, one of about 60 here in Orlando, but one of about 17,000 nationwide. Am I to understand that's where we are now, Lucy? That is correct. That is correct. Nationwide. Nationwide. And that means they have offices in all 50 states. And you can go to their national website, which is score.org, score.org. And there you will find the locations of all of those and contact information. And you can refer folks who you know who are in cities far away to take advantage of SCORE today. And now SCORE has a great educational program. They have great seminars, and right now they're doing great webinars. And by the way, you're still doing those for free, right, Lucy? Yes, we are. And I really encourage people, this is the time to take advantage of that. I mean, the time is very convenient, but the price is even better. So come on, how can you not take advantage of that? All right. And the educational programs you'll find at orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. However, when it comes to uh, you know, the like the for instance, the PPP program and things like that, you might want to also go to score.org. Once again, the national website, but the local website is orlando.score.org, and that's why where you'll find out where and how you can take advantage of those webinars. And uh, once again, if you can take advantage of it live or if it's already been done, you can take advantage of it in the archive. And that archive is building up, isn't it, Lucy? It sure is. It's pretty large now. You're talking, uh, what, four or five years worth of uh, programs? That's pretty much. Well, that's the radio show, but I'm talking about the webinars you guys been oh, doing yeah. lately. Oh, yeah, well, the webinars. Now we have more than usual, I guess, between the webinars that we normally have or the actual classes that we normally have and then the webinars that are coming up to kind of satisfy everybody's need right now. It really is uh, pretty crowded now. That's right. And once again, that's all at Orlando.score.org. Now, that's the educational program. And as for the mentorship program, that is still in full swing. It has been all along. You can give a call at 407-420-4844 and tell the folks what will happen if they do, Lucy. Well, they will. uh, At this point, they may get an answering machine, but the idea is you leave us the name and the address. They'll tell you what to do, and we will get back to you. So we are all mentors are still working. Um, many of us are working out of our house. 
and that basically is the way we contact you. So we either will call you back and or we will uh, contact you via email, but we do contact you on that, hopefully that same day that you send us the information. All right. And once again, you can go to orlando.score.org, the phone number 407-420-4844. That's 407-420-4844. And the best part about the mentorship program is that it is always what, Lucy? Oh, my gosh. Richard is in here to say the word. And now I have to say it. Okay. Yep. It's free. (laughs) That is absolutely right. The mentorship program is always free. The educational program had charges when they were doing live sessions. Right now, the webinars are free, but the mentorship program was, is, and always will be free. And folks like Lucy, they are volunteers. SCORE is a nonprofit organization, and you can be a volunteer as well, or you can be a sponsor or donor to SCORE. And once again, you go to orlando.score.org to find out all about how to do that orlando.score.org and oftentimes uh, SCORE brings in outside parties to uh, educate uh, folks on business issues and we do the same on this show which brings us to our guest today he created an Orlando based business called View Stub so I'd like to welcome to the show today Spencer Elliott Spencer thanks for being on with us today thank you so much for having me well we appreciate it you know, first, what we'd like to do is find out a little bit about the individual themselves before we get to the sort of the meat of on the bone. So if you will tell us a little bit about yourself, starting with, are you from this area? Yes, uh, born and raised in Orlando, was born in Winter Park Hospital and uh, have been here ever since. You know, I went away for about uh, two years to the University of Florida for my graduate studies. I uh, went to UCF for my undergrad. So, yep. Uh, also, the company is born and raised in Orlando as well. This is too much. I cannot believe it. I almost want to touch you. I very seldom meet a native person. It's so uh, yeah. I'm so glad that I finally met one. That's awesome. You know, the interesting thing is uh, I've been in Orlando my entire life. And when I was a young fella, it was rare to meet someone born, you know, and who had grown up in Orlando. And it still is. So it just goes to show that a lot of people have been coming to this city for a long time and still continue to do so. And let me ask this, Spencer, what did you study at college? So it was marketing. And I also was really exploring the online um, entrepreneurship and e-commerce space in my undergrad. And uh, then when I went to UF, I actually got my degree in entrepreneurship. So my master's degree in entrepreneurship, which covers, you know, finance and management and, um, you know, everything that goes into starting a company. Okay. Uh, while you There's were in, a, go a ahead, Lucy. volunteer for us. There we go. A few <laughs> more years and you can be a volunteer. Uh, that's right. Right. Uh, so how did, did you, uh, uh, just real quick, did you, how'd you get, get through college? Did you, uh, did you work your way through or what? Yeah, absolutely. I always had at least, uh, you know, one job going on, always had an internship. Um, and sometimes I had two jobs. So I worked at the Amway Center in downtown Orlando for four years. Mm-hmm. I worked at a uh, cheesecake factory in Winter Park. I remember for one year. And oh, yeah. My first job out of high school was at the Macaroni Grill in Oviedo. Um, so <laughs> pretty good place to work. Uh, restaurants, that way you eat good. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That was a good way to stay, you know, stay on budget to take 
take food home with me. Exactly, exactly. What well, did you still? Uh, but you had the entrepreneurial bone. I mean, you you obviously you, since you studied that and with a master's degree, you must have all along had the notion that you were going to start a business of your own. Yeah, I think uh, before I started ViewStub, I actually realized I had started about six companies prior to, and um, one of them was a race. It was called the Race to End Racism. Uh, one of them was an idea competition uh, that I built at UF, and uh, I was offered, you know, president of Entrepreneurship Club and vice president of uh, Student uh, Gator Innovators and a bunch of other organizations. But I found out you couldn't commingle funds, uh, so I, d- I decided to form an LLC and take funds from all of the different groups, including the College of Business. And then I uh, was able to host the event um, agnostically. And uh, I thought that was a better approach. And we ended up getting Amazon and Microsoft to sponsor the event as well as Google. And so it was a way for me to um, you know, get around the red tape and, and find a creative solution. And I had been doing that. It looked like for my whole career while I was in school, I, I actually did a couple internships uh, with other startup companies here in Orlando that were working at the UCF incubator. And I had a small marketing agency. And so I didn't realize that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I thought I would climb the corporate ladder up until uh, about 2014 when I had enough of, uh, of the corporate environment. Uh, at that point, I had worked for a company that's worth about a billion dollars. And I realized this is not this is not the pace that I want to be working at right now. And they told me something like, oh, we move at a cruise ship mentality and you want to move at a speedboat mentality. So uh, <laughs> I, I kind of uh, kind of got fed up with it. And so I, I actually quit that company twice. <laughs> OK, <laughs> well, that's a good way to put it, though, because uh, the entrepreneur usually does want to you know, move, be more nimble and move quicker and be able to do things, you know, uh, in a much quicker fashion than a bureaucracy, which is what you get with larger corporations. It's sort of a natural sort of thing because more people who are involved, you know, the more people have to be involved and that slows things down. But it's good that you learned that young. Most of us, it might take a while. <laughs> For me, it took a little bit longer to learn that. But uh, so so you, you went through all of that and then you, start, you decided to start view stub here in orlando now did you take advantage before we get into exactly what it's all about because i'm real short on time in this segment but you you mentioned the ucf incubator when you started did you take advantage of that um so we're actually currently members of the ucf incubator so okay. that was really the last stage of our entrepreneurial journey so far um up to this point we did start uh with score you know we actually uh had our first mentor came out of there sean sean bag um, and he's been a great mentor to us since day one and helps us with, you know, even the branding for ViewStub. The company used to be called Beyond 360, and we were doing more 360 video for events and really learning more about our customers. And we would attend the events at um, the National Entrepreneurship Center over there at the Fashion Square Mall. And that, that really, you know, sparked my um, entrepreneurial journey as well. I was very inspired uh, when I saw the presentations that were happening there and thought, man, if not now, when, you know, I should be able to do this. And, you know, so I remember seeing uh, the gentleman who owns the uh, mangoes on iDrive presented and, and was talking about his plans for, uh, you know, building a hotel over there. And I was just like, wow, I want to do, I want to do those types of things in my life as well. And so, yeah, definitely a big part of our journey. Uh, we, we, you know, sat down with mentors there and have, you know, just been always intertwined in some capacity with them. And then we did go through Starter Studio Accelerator as well as the Venture Scale-Up Accelerator uh, out of the Catalyst. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to ask you. I'm going to have to ask you to hold it right there, though, and we'll pick it up, sure. though, on the other side because we do have to take a break. Once again, today, our guest, Spencer Elliott, 
and his business is called ViewStub. What's, by the way, what's the website there, Spencer? ViewStub.com. That's easy to remember, easy to say. ViewStub.com. We'll find out more about what that's all about when we come back. But you can begin to check it out right now. ViewStub.com. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, we are back, and we are What's the Score? Once again, we want to thank you folks for tuning in. And don't forget, please go to Orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter there. That's Orlando.score.org. And please also uh, check out our Facebook page and follow and like like us there. Rich gets real upset if people don't do that. Okay, I am Christopher Hart, along with Lucy Polito, our guest today, Spencer Elliott. And he is the creator and of ViewStub. And the, the website is ViewStub.com. And uh, as we were just going into the break, Spencer was describing how he utilized the UCF incubator program and some other programs that you were just beginning to tell us about uh, that's, that have helped you uh, nurture this business along, I take it. Yes, absolutely. And not to mention you, know, you started with SCORE. I <laughs> can't leave that out. Isn't that yeah. great? Yeah. Um, lots of great support in the Orlando community, and I think that's really what um, sets this area apart and what's going to make us, you know, one of the regions of the future. Um, you know, I'm really focused on innovation and supporting this ecosystem, and I, I, you know, kudos to SCORE for everything that they do, and I know it's been going on for, you know, years beyond even when I was, you know, part of it, you know, with my, with my start, but uh, we, we did go through the UCF i program, and that was a grant uh, that was federally funded and UCF ran that with the National Science Foundation. And so that $2,500 grant helped us pay for about four months of uh, developer work, which seems kind of crazy now. Uh, and that was the first MVP of our product. Uh, we actually purchased some code uh, to get us started and, um, you know, very low budget start, but, uh, you know, it was a great way to get started and, and uh, really and thankful for all of the different programs that we went through. Okay, well, so what is ViewStub? ViewStub is a software, an online software, where an event organizer or other type of creator can offer access to in-person events or in-person gatherings, as well as online video access. So that can be pay-per-view or free access. Uh, it can also be subscription-based or donation-based, and they can use that software on their own website without our branding. Uh, so there's a white label component, as well as ViewStub is really uh, a marketing tool. So we have affiliate links included, as well as different tools to help events online uh, get more distribution. And so that's, uh, that's ViewStub in a nutshell. It's a place for anyone on, on, the, on this planet to be able to find content and access, whether it be a concert or a conference, uh, from any device, and they use uh, the browser, so internet browsers. There's no downloads required. So you say this is a software that you provide? Yes, it's an online-based software. So you just go to viewstub.com, and you can search the events that we have there. Uh, you'll see coaches, you'll see sports, you'll see all types of different, um, either in-person or online events. So we call that hybrid. Okay, 
So is it up to ViewStub to go out and get the the people who are performing, who are putting on the events? How do they how do they come to be made available through ViewStub? Yeah, so if it is a video um, event, then they would typically have either using their cell phones, iPads, any type of camera setup or professional setup, uh, stream that directly to ViewStub. So we do have a videographer network that we you know refer to our customers, but typically they do have their own staff. Uh, that manages the live streaming. Okay, is is this similar to uh, YouTube? Sure, yeah. YouTube has a similar type of technology where you can stream directly to their page. Uh, we do have, um, you know, a different business model as well. Uh, we don't have any third-party advertising before you get paid. Um, we're more of a pay-per-view model, so you'll get paid from the first viewer and every viewer. Uh, you know, we're free to start as well. Um, and then YouTube, of course, is, is typically free videos where our videos primarily will be paid, um, paid to access. Okay. So people can provide the content and it is, it is as you said, this is pay-per-view. So the people who are accessing the content would be the, the consumer. That's correct. Yeah. So like, for instance, we've got the Central Iowa Sports Network right right now on our platform and they're doing a series of um, baseball games and softball games and all of the individuals are, you know, watching from home and they're paying either $5 or they're paying for a season pass at $30 and they're able to watch all the games uh, that are included as well as being able to, you know, choose their perspective. So we have the ability to stream multiple camera angles into the environment. There's a live chat uh, as well as you can do your own sponsorships and merch. you can sell your own merchandise. So it really becomes a flexible platform for online commerce as well as a way for you to reach a new audience um, that you might not have been able to reach in person. Spencer Elliott, our guest, creator of ViewStub. ViewStub.com is where you can find out more and uh, buy this software. Uh, is it a, a one-time purchase or is this a subscription type thing to belong to ViewStub to provide content? Yeah, so it's free to use if you want um, to go ahead and create a page and start promoting and using all of our tools. Um, and then when you do start to generate revenue for yourself, unless you know, unless you're just doing a free event, you can absolutely do that. Right. And there would be there would be no charge for that. Um, but if you do start to generate revenue, that's when we share in the revenue. So our model is you know to be partners in your success, and so we partner directly with our organizers, and we don't get paid unless they get paid. Um, do, and so, do you set the price, or do the does the content providers set their own price yeah so they set their own price um there's multiple different ticket types so they can offer you know live access um you can only watch the replay and then they also get to set how long that person gets to watch it so uh, i want this content to be available for two weeks for that person or maybe they only get to watch it for two days i see um, and that's all dictated as well by the organizer okay well uh, lucy so, uh, go ahead yeah me, lucy yes yeah, let, me, let me ask you a question yep so who are your clients? The world, it sounds to me like the world is your client. Is this available? Spe speaking of the world, is it available in other countries? Um, so we are very close to launching multiple currencies. And that was the way. Otherwise, it will be. Um, you know, if you're if you're wanting to just be an attendee and you can pay in U.S. dollars currently, yes, it is a global platform. Um, but if you want to pay in your own currency, that was the one limitation that we needed to tackle. And so we're actually uh, working on that before the end of this month. Is, is when we plan to launch that. So that was the one thing that we didn't have was, you know, if you want to pay in uh, in like rupees or something, then uh, we didn't have that feature, but we will soon. So. What about Bitcoin and the cyber currencies? 
Um, definitely on our radar, uh, but we're going to take a slower approach to that one. Um, you know, there are some great ways that we can use interchanges, but um, just not one of our priorities at the moment. Uh, we, we do see the value and um, we're exploring it. We just have some other things we'd like to tackle first. Okay. Lucy? How are you marketing this product? Which so, sounds very interesting, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, we're very fortunate that we're a B2B2C, right? So our customer is the event organizer and then their customer is the attendee, right? And so whether they're using their own website and they're putting our checkout box and they're putting our video player on their own website or they're using our pages, um, we actually, you know, are going after their target audience, right? So they're pretty much the ones promoting all of these tickets to be sold. So like with the Central Iowa Sports Network, for instance, they already have a targeted audience that they're emailing um, as well. Our affiliate links are built into the platform. So if you want to give a link to, you know, um, you know, the mom that is the advocate for the team, she can go ahead and start sharing on her Facebook and she can share in that revenue. And you can actually set it up to where it's $0 or 0% all the way up to 100% of the ticket. And so that allows you to do things like promotions. You can either track your sources. So you can say, I'm going to put one link on LinkedIn, one link on Facebook and see where the traffic's coming in. But I can also give one to one of my speakers or my vendors or my attendees and let them share in the, in the success too. So that's all built in. And that's a great way for us to market the events. Uh, but mainly it's all done online. It's all link based. So you just share the links out on social media um, or emailing the links and then people will access the page that way. Does the software package provide the sort of do's and don'ts or do you have like an advisory team, you know, <laughs> 800 yeah. number call here if it's not working out for you? We absolutely do. Yeah, we really want to be in touch with our customers every step of the way um, when they need us. There's a there's a live chat on our website where you can speak with us. We also are available by email and phone number, actually. So uh, right now, my phone number is the one on the website. And I love I love speaking with our customers um, and I don't always tell them who I am. And, uh, you know, I get the best feedback that way. Um, but, you know, most of the time they're working with our account managers uh, from the onset. So our uh, our sales team would be with them to help them set up their event and help them to navigate through any of the um, questions they might have. And we also have some tutorials and facts pages on our website, as well as we try to make the software very easy. So uh, that's, that's really where we started. We built it out in a way that kind of walks you through the steps um, and everything is very laid out very simply um, and not complicated. Uh, and we don't want it to be for uh, technical people. We want it to be for the everyday user. Okay. So it's a, Go ahead, Lucy. Sounds to yep. me like um, you are a, a very good uh, competitor for YouTube. So yeah, YouTube is a, is a big you know elephant in the room. Uh, they're definitely the largest video streaming platform in the world. You know, including the, the best search engine. Um, we we think we're the opposite of, of YouTube is how we kind of put it because you know they uh, they don't pay you that much money for your content, right? You give them all your content, and then you hope and pray that you'll get a million views or right. you know, hundred thousand subscribers, and then you might get paid some pennies, right? Right. Um, with us, if you got that same audience, you'd get paid the majority of the cash and then we would get paid a small percentage. Um, so we're, you know, we're like the opposite. And then we don't have any of that third party advertising either. So you're not going to see your competitors on your own page. You're not going to see uh, an ad in the front uh, that has nothing to do with your stuff. Uh, we don't have any of that. So we've completely switched the business model. Oh, I love it. I love it. Spencer Elliott, yeah. our guest today, creator of ViewStub, which is what we're talking about right now. And by the way, what is the phone number there, Spencer? F feel free to give it out. Sure. It's 415-855-0294. And I would love to connect with anyone who has any questions about um, how we can help them.
All right, that's 415-855-0294 for ViewStub. And, of course, go to ViewStub.com, and that's how you can contact them. And when we come back, we'll find out more about uh, how he came up with this idea at this most opportune moment in time and uh, and a whole lot more with What's the Score right here. And please, once again, go to Orlando.score.org and sign up for the Excellent Score newsletter there. That's Orlando.score.org. And then also, if you are in need of score services, as you heard, Spencer, that's where he went first. You go. You can call him at 407-420-4844, 407-420-4844. So please stick around for more of What's the Score? Okay, we are back, and we are What's the Score? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You got Lucy Polito of Score and myself, Christopher Hart. Unfortunately, Rich Jekyll couldn't be with us this week, but I'm sure he'll be back next week. Our guest today, Spencer Elliott, creator of ViewStub, a great new, uh, shall we say it right out, comp- competitor to YouTube because they turn the tables. <laughs> they let you make the money, and then they take a little piece of the action rather than making the money and giving you a little piece of the action, which is the way YouTube does it. And if you are uh, someone who has online content and events coming up, uh, this is the place to go. View to, I'm sorry, ViewTube, ViewStub.com, ViewStub.com is where you can find out more and begin the process of taking advantage of this yourself. And Spencer Elliott, our guest, I want to back up just a moment before we come back to your business. But you mentioned that you went to score first, did you not? Absolutely. Why? Yeah, How'd you find out about score? Because, I mean, you're a pretty young fella. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was just on campus at UCF and really trying to explore entrepreneurship and get involved in startups. And I saw, saw that there was an event. I might have even uh, noticed it online. Uh, and I, I went to the event. Lucy and I were trying to remember the name. It's not busy. Can you believe that, Chris? You remember? It's our annual event that we're not going to have this year. The Biz yeah. Fest. that's all right biz fest we hope to have it back next may but anyway i'm sorry go ahead spencer so so you basically through ucf is how you came in contact with score but you were smart enough to take advantage of it yeah so i went to biz fest and i saw that there was a huge community um in orlando that was really focused around entrepreneurship and and i thought man this is my community this these are the people that i want to interact with these are this is what i'm passionate about um, and then that was really what inspired me to, to really keep going and to find new people that could help. And, uh, you know, I started bouncing my ideas off of people at the Orlando Tech Meetup at the time. It was a really popular event in downtown Orlando. And I just started bouncing around. And um, that's how I, you know, I found uh, Sean Schonbag with Star Studio and, and just multiple different avenues from there. But I, I, I fondly remember going to that BizFest event before I was ever involved in entrepreneurship and and really just kind of getting my feet wet, so to speak. Well, I'd like to think that you came up with the idea of ViewStub at that event, but <laughs> Lucy has a question. I'll let her ask your question. Go ahead. No, but... I don't have a question. I have a comment. I okay. just want you to remember SCORE when you become famous, okay? Because <laughs> remember, we are a nonprofit organization, so help uh, us out when you become rich. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right, so when, when actually did you get the idea for ViewStub? Oh, so it's it's kind of funny. I was uh, sitting at, at my desk, um, you know, in the corporate office downtown Orlando, and 
I had two monitors and I was always live streaming something just passively. So I would, uh, I would find a live stream of a, a national park and I would put like a bear catching fish and I would try to just like peek over and see this bear, you know, <laughs> or it would be like an underwater camera and people would always come by and they'd say like, what are you doing, man? You know, you're a weirdo. And then I was just like, all right, whatever. And, um, I was just remember they said the same thing to Bill Gates, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was realized there were so many like live streams going on, but there wasn't like one place to really go to just find live streams. And then I thought, Oh, it'd be really cool if there was like a content channel where everything was live, you could never pause, you could never record, and then you would have to always be there to see it, right? You, if you wanted to tell your friend about it, they couldn't go back and watch it on like, say, DVR or Rewinding. Right. You would just say, you missed it, right? And then that kind of uh, thought, you know, put me down a path uh, of looking into what the other platforms were. And uh, I really, you know, wanted to develop something where I could attend these conferences and these other meetups that were all happening sometimes simultaneously and they were sometimes happening across the country or across the world. And I, I knew I wouldn't be able to go, whether it was because of travel or budget restrictions and, and things like that. I thought, man, it would be really cool if, if I could just purchase an online access to that event. And although I can't go in person, it would be great to watch it. And, and then I thought, man, it'd be awesome if I could see it from multiple angles. And then, you know, I just started going down that path. And uh, I, I remember fondly sitting at my desk and writing down all the things that I thought I was passionate about at the time. And then I started circling the ones that I was the most passionate about. And then I started drawing lines together. And those were things like YouTube. I remember writing the word YouTube. I remember writing the word video events, um, you know, donation based events, uh, things like that. And I started tying them all together. And then I said, okay, I've got the semblance of an idea here. And then so I started uh, walking over to starter studio um, during my lunches and after work and meeting up with people over there and just asking them like, what, how'd you get started in entrepreneurship? How, um, and then I, I did that for a while, and uh, here we are. And by the here way, the starter studio is in downtown Orlando, correct? Like correct. on Church Street, I think it was. Was it on Church Street? Yeah, Church Street Exchange Building. The Exchange, uh, right, uh, right. We're, we're, right. We're actually back there again, and uh, starter studio has invested in our company. All right. Uh, so, so, but uh, you were up and running, and at what time did you actually put it, implement your idea? When did you start that? So uh, this company was, was started in 2019 in, in February. And so it's, it's really been a short period of time. Uh, it took us a, a while to develop the software. And uh, we launched more or less in Q4 of 2019 <laughs> uh, with some beta, some beta customers. And then we started you know, producing revenues in December. And uh, it's been off to the races since then. So, you know, we were we were a virtual event company before COVID. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, timing is everything in life, baby. And uh, you, you hit the nail on the head on that one. Of course, you had no idea. But was 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 it a big marketing challenge, however, to really make make sure everybody knew you were now here? So what was really funny is we had no sales team at the time um, and we had just launched our in-person uh, event ticketing solution. So we, we, that was the other half of our business, right? So we right. do the virtual side and then we do the in-person side with like, you know, checking people in at the door and everything and having the software for that. Sure. And so we were actually marketing pretty heavily toward the in-person events and saying, okay, let's get some more in-person events. And so we switched over right before COVID to a business model that when COVID, when COVID happened, went to zero. And then there became no in-person events. You couldn't get in groups more than 10. Right. And we were like, what the heck? Like, we just put all of our effort into this and 
it's funny because fortunately we were able to, you know, go back on our loins and we had, uh, you know, the virtual event side already built out. Right. Um, and so well, we got a ton of demand for that. We quickly spun up a sales team that uh, we were already kind of speaking with, fortunately, uh, to hire. And we got them onboarded and now they're off to the races and doing really well. But um, it was it was tough. And, um, you know, we were a team that worked in person as well. So at our office and then we had to go remote. Uh, which took us a, a little bit of time to to get our you know productivity back up and uh, in terms of, of marketing we didn't have to do a lot uh, people were searching for virtual event platforms immediately uh, when it kind of went to you know chaos and so we went to the top and I, I'm sure we missed a ton of opportunities just because we were such a small company and very early stage and didn't really have the resources to be able to do a big marketing campaign uh, we you know had a little bit of fundraising at that time and we're still kind of wrapping up fundraising, which was also inopportune, you know, being that we had all this opportunity to go after, we were still wrapping up some of the, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's on the paperwork. And um, so, you know, we're out of those stages now and uh, everything's going really smoothly. So, you know, it was an interesting time for us. Well, you know, you had that challenge, that sort of little bump there. But because you had already built it out, I mean, it was easy to fall back on, you know, the, the fundamental business. And now, of course, you can, as, you know, venues begin to reopen and have audiences, have crowds, you can sort of ease back into that with, with the uh, reopenings, right? That's right. We should see our revenues uh, grow as events come back, you know, because the virtual event side is continue, continually growing. And then, of course, with in-person events growing as well, uh, we'll have, you know, a product for them. And, um, you know, it's funny because I remember in 2019, we couldn't get anybody to use a virtual event um, with <laughs> us, like right. with anybody. No, no one was interested. Events were so strong in person. They always thought of it as cannibalizing their sales and they didn't want to give people the option to watch online. They thought they wouldn't come in person. And we kept telling them like, no, there's, you know, the 75% of your audience wants to come, but they can't make it. Um, so just give them the option and you'll get that extra revenue. And they, you know, they were just doing so well. And, and the events industry was just growing so rapidly. They didn't care about online events. And that's been something of a, of a challenge for the last 10 to 15, maybe even 20 years. Uh, events have been trying to do online, but there was never really a need. Um, and now I think it's, it's pretty clear that there's a need and that people are more comfortable uh, going and watching things online. And, and this really was that uh, kickstart for the industry. It, uh, it's, so like, think, it's like the percentages flipped overnight. From 75, oh. 25 live to now 75, 25 virtual from a hundred percent virtual virtually. But you, would you concur? Absolutely. It is completely flip-flopped. <laughs> so. and, and there'll probably be some median point where they'll meet, but it's never going to be what it was. Correct. Right. There will always be a virtual component um, moving forward. I think it's just, you know, going to be the new standard, the new normal. Um, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of incumbents uh, like Eventbrite who will probably need to make transitions uh, to keep their business model alive um, okay. because I don't think they'll be able to just uh, live off of in-person event revenues, at least for the next year. Uh, maybe it'll come back, uh, but for, for a little while longer. For okay. Sure. Lucy has a question. Well, really, I think this is a great opportunity. I, let me see if I understand this. Let's say that there's a some big show coming up and it's a live in Los Angeles, I don't know, Lady Gaga or somebody's playing. And I'm here in Orlando. It's taking place tonight. Obviously, I can't be over there. So I could I buy a ticket, obviously, through your system and see the show right then and there. In Virtually. Person? 
Yes. So I mean, they, I think I think your business is it's got no way to go but up. Okay. I, mean, I see so many opportunities. Okay. I can't okay. even believe. All right, I'm short on time. Thirty seconds, Spencer. Yeah, I, I just thought it was um, really cool that we were able to provide that extra revenue opportunity, and the you know the events, of course, uh, come come as a replay as well. But um, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we uh, we did an event in the villages uh, for um, an Elvis impersonator, and they had a sold out venue, and then they ended up selling uh, like a, you know dozens of tickets within an hour to a sold out show online. So it was, it was really cool. Was All right, yeah. uh, Elvis, he's still alive. At least in one way or shape or form. All right. Anyway, Spencer Elliott, creator of ViewStub. Go to ViewStub.com, and that's where you can find out more and take advantage of this software product. Or call them at 415-855-0294, for ViewStub. And they are Orlando-created, Orlando-born, and Orlando-based, as is Spencer. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, we are back, and we are What's the Score? And by we, I mean myself, Christopher Hart, and, of course, Lucy Polito of Score. Rich couldn't be with us today, but that's all right. He'll be back next week. Our guest today, Spencer Elliott of ViewStub. Before we get back to the conversation with Spencer, just want to remind you that radio is still a great way to get your message out to a mass audience, maybe in your own voice, but certainly your own message. And the man to talk to is Bill Files. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando, and he'll be happy. Happy to give you a tour of the station, even maybe if you like, even virtually if you like. And you can call him at 407-618-1760, and he can explain to you how effectively and efficiently and cost-effectively, I might, might might add, you can get your message out to that mass audience here in Central Florida, 407-618-1760. And, of course, Salem Media Group is a national organization, and that means they got radio stations all over the country. And you can even broaden your message nationally if you choose to do so. But Bill is the man to talk to, 407-618-1760. I want to get back to Spencer Elliott with ViewStub. And we were talking as we went into the break. Uh, you mentioned that you sort of the best of both worlds. Uh, you know, you started out with setting this up for virtual uh, events. There wasn't really much of a market for that because everybody was going to big concerts and football games and the things we used to do. And so you began to cart cater and market to that. And then, boom, uh, the virus hits. And the economy uh, shuts down and people start working from home. And so you were able to get back on that. But now you'll have the best of both worlds as the concert and sporting venues open back up. You'll be able to, you know, provide access to that, both live and a live experience and a virtual experience. Best of both worlds. We think we've got something for everybody. Uh, you know, we like to say we're a very flexible platform, agnostic. We've, you know, we've got authors right now selling audiobooks, uh, and they, they say that they're making more money with us than they are on Amazon uh, per book. Um, we had one who was having trouble selling his book, and so he ended up uh, selling a video series with the book for free, and that was $15. And, you know, he was originally selling his book for 10 so it looks like you're getting a book for free, but really he's selling his book for $15. Uh, and so, 
it's uh, it's a unique way to re-strategize what you're doing. You know, if, if you're using another platform and you're trying to drive leads uh, through like a free, you know, video series, uh, we, we think that you, you have value. And, you know, even a show like this one, we'd love to have, you know, this type of content on our platform and you can do digital sponsorships through our platform and you can stream in multiple locations. So you can uh, stream it here, stream it there and, and really get more exposure, more reach. That's what we're all about. We're just wanting to expand everything. Boosie, I think you need to tell your neighbor about this. <laughs> the big boss over there at SCORE. <laughs> Lois. <Yeah. laughs> right. right. Okay, let me ask you this, though. Uh, you know, we're in a political season here. There, uh, The other big platform companies out there are having to deal with content on their platform. I've heard you use the word agnostic now twice. Uh, how are you going to deal with people who are going to want to use your platform to organize things that, you may not want them to organize. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. So we follow the same procedures. We have, you know, uh, DCMA compliance, which is the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. And then we also have our terms of service, which, you know, if anyone reports content that is either illegal or, uh, you know, is, doesn't follow our specific guidelines, then we would remove that content. Um, there's really nothing else that we can really do to prevent it from happening. Uh, one, one thing is, good with us is that it is a pay-per-view platform. So, you know, you've seen pay-per-view in boxing, you've seen pay-per-view in not many other places. And it was always intriguing to me. There wasn't a really big industry for online event pay-per-view, like going to a conference, for instance. And uh, because it is a closed environment, a restricted access environment, there is a little bit more flexibility there. It's not something that you can just happen across uh, unless it is a free event. But we also keep a lot of our events um, links private. They don't always become available in our marketplace if the organizer chooses. Uh, so that does help us a little bit. You know, if, if the event is okay with a lot of profanity and things like that, or uh, they have, you know, specific content that they want to share and no one is offended by it that has purchased access, then I guess we would let that event go. Um, but of course, there is anything illegal we would not uh, allow. Right, right. I would assume so. But uh, does that include political events? Like you're going to have rallies and things like that. And now they're looking to do these rallies virtually uh, rather than live. Yeah, that would be actually a great, um, a great event for us. Uh, we, we would love to have the content. And, you know, we would, of course, you know, help them with all of their software needs. All right. Once again, Spencer Elliott, creator of ViewStub, ViewStub.com. And they're based right here in Orlando. But as you heard him mention a little while ago, they're on the verge of being an international organization. In other words, you can buy this product internationally. Right now it is available here anywhere in the United States. Correct, Spencer? That's right. Um, you can purchase internationally now. Uh, we would just be limited to U.S. dollars. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah, you'd have to pur- pur- purchase it with uh, U.S. currency. So uh, so it is available worldwide, uh, but you will be able to purchase it with, with other currencies soon. Was that it? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and, um, I wanted to mention, you, you mentioned agnostic. Uh, you know, we, we also have integrations with, you know, companies like Zoom, for instance, or, you know, any of the other streaming providers. So uh, that's really where I get that term because you can take like this uh, Zoom meeting, for instance, and push the whole thing to, to ViewStub and we would display that. Um, and so we have the ability to work with any other platform. And so that's why we consider ourselves to be you know, more or less agnostic. How did you, how'd you pull that off? Um, so yeah. <laughs> to be able to Zoom. work with these other platforms. Uh, in other words, do you have to negotiate with them or, or what? 
Zoom is uh, unique in that they actually offer that um, capability okay. on their website. And then with any of the other ones, really, it's up to the organizer. Um, basically, what you would do is screen capture your your page um, or screen capture your PowerPoint. Anything that you have on your on your laptop or device, you can actually uh, use an encoding software to, to just capture whatever you want. Um, so you can put different titling in there or play a commercial and all of that will get pushed to view stuff. So we, we just take the last piece, right? We take whatever the edited content is or however you want to transition the videos and we'll display that. Uh, so you really have the ability to create whatever, t- whatever type of experience you want. Well, listen, I know Lucy has a few extra bucks laying around. You still looking for investors into this? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we're currently fundraising. So we've got a great local uh, support from some of the angel groups here in, in Orlando and in Central Florida. And uh, we're actually today was the kind of the last day with their um, commitments, uh, you know, kind of expiring. And so we'll know if they want to add anything else in, but then we're going after a much larger round um, where we will be speaking more or less with VCs um, and, and hoping to close a, a much larger round. Okay. And can people find out information about that at viewstub.com? Uh, they would probably just be best to email me directly, um, spencer at viewstub.com. Okay. I'd be happy, happy to speak with them. Okay. And Spencer, you spell S-P-E-N-C-E-R at viewstub.com, spencer at viewstub.com. You can also call ViewStub at 415 415-855-0294. And Lucy, we just have a couple minutes left. Did you have one last question for Spencer? No, I, I wish you lots of luck. I think you have a great future. You have a great product. And um, I wish I had a few bucks. I would invest, that's for sure. <laughs> well, absolutely. If you can find them in the couch or anything, you know, we'll certainly uh, find some room for you. Anyone else out there? Uh, there is a short window, uh, you know, prior to October where we can get any other local people involved, we really want to have as much support as we can. And, and we really want to have those types of people uh, involved in the company if they're interested. So we've got the time and we, we have the willingness. So, Well, I know that uh, you're in the right business, too, because uh, some of these other platforms, a lot of people are looking for alternatives to them. And with your business model, it, it sounds to me like you're the all, ideal alternative in so many ways. That's, that's true. We do cross many different industries as well. So, you know, not just in-person events, but also online events, as well as the sponsorship and, um, you know, advertising and marketing. So uh, we're helping coaches, we're helping, you know, sports and we're helping entertainment. And we're just, you know, we're really trying to create a, a, an agnostic and flexible platform. And that can be used on anyone's website, including our own. All right. How about this? And we've got about two minutes left for you. But uh, are you going to try to flip the tables on any of the other platforms, big major platforms out there? In, in other words, sort of reverse their business models on them. Yeah, it seems like, you know, we've, we've kind of set out that way uh, from, from the get-go. So we're hoping that what we have now is the alternative solution to a lot of these incumbent players that have been around for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years Um a lot of our, you know, direct competitors uh, have, you know, a forty-five thousand dollar upfront cost and fifty thousand dollars ongoing annually, and uh, of course we have no upfront cost. So just one example of of how we are setting ourselves up differently in the marketplace. No upfront costs. Uh, you can't beat that. Well, Spencer, I too wish you all the luck in the world because uh, this is the entrepreneurial spirit, and this is more where you're providing for other entrepreneurs to 
succeed as well. And it's, it's the best, as I said a little while ago, the best of both worlds. Great point. Yeah, it's something that we are very proud of. Well, you should be. You should be. And I, I, I know you're going to go far with this. And as I said, timing is everything in life. So Spencer Elliott has been our guest today. He is the creator of ViewStub.com, ViewStub.com. You've got to check this out, ladies and gentlemen, if you're producing content or have anything to do with events, scheduling, uh, go to ViewStub.com and become a part of this great new business. And 415-855-0294 is the phone number, 415-855-0294. And you can email Spencer by sending it to Spencer at ViewStub.com. That's Spencer at ViewStub.com. And while you're doing all that stuff, please do also go to Orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent SCORE newsletter there. That's Orlando.score.org. And if you'd like to meet with Lucy or one of the mentors at SCORE, you can call 407-420-4844, 407-420-4844. And please don't forget to follow and like Rich on the SCORE Facebook page. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook. Thanks again for being on the show with us today, Spencer. It's been great talking very, with you. Very great for the opportunity. Thank you. Very informative. Thank look, you. Look forward to having you back in the future when, when you're on the listed on the exchange and you sell the place for like $10 billion or something. <laughs> All right. That's it this week for What's the Score? What's the Score?